When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very good Wednesday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for aligning with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins fall to the Phillies in game one of the National League Wild Card Series 4-1. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Now the Marlins found themselves back in the postseason tonight for the first time in a full season in 20 years. But uh, this one did not follow the script here tonight for Miami as they fall in game one to Philadelphia by a final score of four to one this is the 10th inning show thanks for hanging out with us here tonight with kelly sacco and kyle seeloff marlins took seven of the 13 meetings between these two ball clubs this season jesus lazardo tonight's game one starter faced the phillies twice marlins won both games unfortunately that's just not how things went for jesus lazardo tonight and as we welcome kelly sacco onto the 10th inning show kelly we had talked at length early on marlins weather an early storm scoreless through two you could see i felt the anxiety and the nerves and the stresses of being in this environment and in this place under these circumstances it just it just didn't feel a lot like the ball club we saw all season they battled that's the part we did see but in particular the pitching and in particular jesus lazardo just not nearly as sharp and crisp as we've seen him this season i think what you saw from him too was him pushing a little bit too much and when he does that and he tries to overthrow, the mechanics start to fall apart. So he was starting to fly out with that front shoulder, and he wasn't able to land the slider. And that slider is such a huge pitch for him. It's the best breaking ball that he has. He gets a ton of swing and miss, but this time was very sporadic with it, was spraying it all over the place, and unfortunately it just spiraled from there for Jesus Lazardo. Now, granted, still able to keep him in the ball game, he held them to three runs. So... The Marlins' offense couldn't get anything going on the flip side against Wheeler. They weren't putting together good at-bats. I mean, for a while there, we're thinking Wheeler might even go nine. He was at 60 pitches, I think, after five or six innings. So he was just straight cruising. The Marlins only had two hits until the seventh when they started to rally, and Bell um, had that one-out double, then Berger singled, and Dela Cruz ended up coming up with the infield single RBI. But the Marlins offensively maybe a little bit tight as well. What I'm thinking too, Kyle, is okay, you got a lot of guys who have never been in this position before. Perhaps game one under the belt, it's not like the Phillies blew the doors open on them. It was yeah. a four to one. They grinded out they a win. They grinded, here yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four to one, maybe tomorrow against Nola. Well. Braxton Garrett hopefully could keep him off balance. Now that the guys kind of have a little bit better of a grasp on what to expect. Maybe they can turn the play page, flush this one, and it's a do or die tomorrow. Well, the 30-year-old right-hander Aaron Nola will get the baseball tomorrow, but uh, this is a guy who's been here in Philadelphia for nine seasons. He made 32 starts this year. He had a 4.46 ERA, and the Marlins have been able to beat him. I think the hope here, and to your point, is that the Marlins can settle in pretty early tomorrow. They know what they're getting themselves into in this building with the rally towels and the whole nine yards and the energy that you feel for nearly three hours i think the hope and i think uh there will not need to be a conversation downstairs tonight it's not time to panic 
it's obviously win or go home at this point for Miami. Right. But we'll see if they can settle in to tomorrow night's ball game fairly early. And if there's anything that this team has done all season, or I guess the better way to put it, something that they have not done is panic. So you expect an even-keeled Skip Schumacher after the game and say, all right, now you know. Now let's flip the switch tomorrow. Let's get a good night's rest, come back to the ballpark, and go win a ball game. What do you make of Braxton Garrett getting the ball tomorrow? What do you expect from him? I need Braxton Garrett. He's one of those kind of guys. He is not a thrower. He is a pitcher. Braxton Garrett needs to have his stuff, very much like we said about Luzardo coming into this one. Yeah. Everything needs to be sharp. He needs to focus on keeping these Phillies hitters off balance. And for Braxton Garrett, it's never been a, I'm going to blow a 98-mile-per-hour forcing fastball by you. That's not his game. It never has been. He's never tried to be that guy. For him, it's about pitching. It's about working with Nick Fortes, who will most likely be behind the plate again tomorrow, as he's also caught all of his starts this season. They need to work together to see how they can catch the Phillies' hitters off guard and keep them off balance for as long as they can and then see if maybe the hitters can get something going on the Marlins end of things. you got to get the offense going. And if Braxton Garrett can just get through five, maybe six if you can, get through five, get to five, yeah. and then hand it over to the Marlins bullpen, you're feeling really good. Okay, Kelly, your version of the Jordan Flu game here tonight. Get some <laughs> rest tonight. Feel a little bit better. Planning on it. Uh, fantastic job as always. I'll see you tomorrow night. See you tomorrow. Okay, that's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from game one of the 2023 National League wildcard round featuring the Marlins and the Phillies here tonight featured Zach Wheeler and Jesus Lazardo, And it was full throttle from Zach Wheeler early. He was perfect through two. Meanwhile, Jesus Lazardo really had to labor in the bottom of the first inning. Allowed a single and a double to Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner. Set up runners at second and third with nobody out. But Lazardo got Alec Bohm to line out to right. He struck out Bryce Harper swinging. And JT Real Muto flew out to center field, and that extinguished the threat for the Phillies in the, bottom, in the bottom of the first inning here tonight. So we were scoreless after one again. Marlins going quietly in the second. Lazardo settled in. He tossed a perfect bottom of the second inning. That featured a couple of strikeouts. In the third for Miami, they would collect their first hit of the ball game. It was a leadoff single from Jesus Sanchez, but he would be erased on an inning-ending 4-3 double play. Bottom three. Phillies got a leadoff single from Johan Rojas. And then after a strikeout looking by Kyle Schwarber, and after Jesus Lazardo got Trey Turner to pop out to second base, Alec Bohm digged in for the Philadelphia Phillies, looking to give them their first lead of the ballgame here tonight. Here's a swing and a line shot. That is fair down the left field line. The Phillies are going to take a lead here in game one of the wild card. A double for Alec Bohm with two outs. It's one nothing Philadelphia. He plates Rojas from second. So Bowman RBI double, one nothing Philly. Bryce Harper popped out the third, and the Phillies would get one run in the third. In the fourth, Miami got a two-out single from Josh Bell, but nothing more. And then things started to unravel a bit on Jesus Lazardo in the bottom of the fourth inning. He allowed a single and a double to JT Real Muto and Nick Castellanos. And then with second and third, nobody out. Bryce and Stott came to the plate for Philly. Second and third, bottom four, one nothing Philly, and the pitch is lined into center field, and that's a base hit. Rio Muto will score from third. Here comes Castellanos. Throw comes in towards the plate. Oh, a catch and attack! They got him! What a throw by Jazz Chisholm Jr. 
give him an assist in center field. A run will score on the RBI single from Bryson Stott. What a sensational throw by Chisholm to cut down that second run. It's 2-0 Philly. Stott took second on that throw. A terrific throw and a great play by Fortes at the plate. Stott would then take third on a wild pitch. He was stationed there with one out for Christian Pache. Here's a swing and a ground ball into center field. The base hit for Pache, who gives a point over towards that Phillies dugout. Now it's 3-0 Philadelphia here in the bottom of the fourth inning. An RBI single for Pache. And Pache hit that fastball. Lizardo would collect the final two outs in the fourth. His night was over. Four innings, eight hits, three runs all earned, no walks, five strikeouts in this ballgame here tonight. Both sides went quietly in the fifth. A.J. Puck tossed a scoreless fifth. He worked around a leadoff single. On for Miami in the sixth inning was George Soriano. He tossed a 1-2-3 scoreless bottom of the sixth inning. Zach Wheeler was still rolling. He was still out there in the top of the seventh inning here tonight. In the seventh, he struck out Jorge Soler. Josh Bell roped a double. Jazz Chisholm Jr. struck out looking. And Bell was at third base. Pardon me. He was at second with two outs in the seventh inning. But Bell would take... Third on a single from Jake Berger with two outs. So the Marlins had runners at first and third with two out in the top of the seventh inning, and Brian De La Cruz was at the plate. Here comes the 2-2 pitch from Wheeler, and it is swung on and grounded, and a diving stop by Bohm at third. To his feet, throws it to first, not in time. Brian De La Cruz, an RBI infield single here in the top of the seventh inning. Miami's on the board, now trailing 3-1. And the Marlins would get that run there in the seventh inning, and they really threatened. Wheeler came out, and Jose Alvarado came in with runners at first and second base with two outs in the seventh inning. Skip pulled Jesus Sanchez back. He pinched at Yuli Gurriel. In an 0-2 count, Alvarado unleashed a wild pitch to the backstop. And just like that, the Marlins had runners at second and third with two out in the top of the seventh inning. And with a one-ball, two-strike count, Jose Alvarado was able to strike out Yuli Gurriel. And the Marlins left the tying man at second base in the top of the seventh inning of this ball game here tonight. In the bottom of the seventh inning, Oscar Brazoban worked around a two-out walk. The uh, Marlins came up empty in the eighth between Alvarado and Hoffman. Alvarado got the first two outs of the eighth. He allowed a single to Luis Arise. Hoffman came on to get Jorge Soler, who bounced into a fielder's choice, inning-ending fielder's choice that went 6-4. to four. Bottom of the eighth inning, Stephen Okert entered for Miami. Struggling this season was really good to start. Faded late. Allowed a leadoff single to Bryce Harper. JT Arumoto flew out to center field. And then Nick Castellanos came to the plate for Philadelphia looking to give the Phillies a little run support. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Castellanos, and that is rolled on the line into left field. Extra bases. Here goes Harper. Birdie's got the baseball. Harper's going to blow through the stop sign. A throw comes in towards the plate. It's not in time. On his way to third is Castellanos. It's an RBI double, and now it's 4-1 Philadelphia. Bryce Harper was not paying any attention to Dusty Wathen. So the Phillies would get that tack-on run there in the bottom of the eighth inning. Craig Kimbrell came on in the top of the ninth inning. Marlins got a leadoff double from Josh Bell, who would finish his night 3-4 for four at the plate. Jess Chisholm Jr. then got underneath a pitch. He popped out to the second baseman, Bryson Stott. Jake Berger bounced out, a couple of hops to third. And the last chance for the Marlins here in game one of the wild card round tonight was Brian De La Cruz. Here comes the payoff pitch to De La Cruz. Here it is. And that's a ground ball hit left side. Bohm's got it to his left. Off balance for the first in time of the ball game is over. 
Philadelphia takes game one of the National League Wild Card Series from Miami. And they win it 4-1 to one here tonight. Craig Kimbrell, his eighth career save in the postseason. We'll see you tomorrow night at 8.08 Eastern Time right back here at Citizens Bank Park. A matchup that will feature Braxton Garrett and Aaron Nola. We'll take a look at the totals. And we will do just that right now for Miami tonight. A run, seven hits, no errors, five men left on base. For Philadelphia tonight, four runs, 11 hits, no errors, seven men left on base. Zach Wheeler, the winning pitcher tonight, 1-0 in the postseason. Lazardo, the loser, he falls to 0-1. Craig Kimbrell with a save, his first in the 2023 Major League Baseball postseason for the Phillies. Total time of game, two hours and 46 minutes tonight, 45,662. That's a sellout on hand. Beautiful night for baseball, 78 degrees, clear skies. First pitch at 8.09 over in a called strike on Luis Arise in this ballgame here tonight. Marlins punched out 10 this evening. That means that $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the game one loss to the Phillies. You guys couldn't do much of the first six? I think the story was Wheeler. Um, he was excellent tonight. Uh, the sinker-sweeper combination gave us trouble. Uh, a lot of weak ground ball contact. Um, we had uh, a chance, you know, a few times to score a couple runs. Just couldn't get the two-out uh, hit. Um, but I think the the story was was Wheeler. He was just excellent. Uh, Zeus was uh, got out of a big jam, um, but I thought uh, a couple times. But I thought. Um, the first pitch strike just wasn't there tonight, and uh, usually it is, and that's when he can get to his uh, really good slider. Um, he just didn't didn't really have the command like he usually does uh, the first few innings, and the pitch count kind of ran up on him uh, in the in the fourth, and just kind of had to get him out of there. Uh, and with the way things are now, I know during the regular season you said trying to make any game bigger than, than another, you don't really, you're not really the rah-rah speech type guy. Is there a message for the guys heading into a winner-go-home winner game? No, I, I think they know what's at stake. Um, you know, they know what, what uh, tomorrow means. And, uh, you know, we're going to do the same thing we've always done is go in game plan and, and try to win, the, you know, and beat Nola tomorrow. Um, that's what we, do, we, we have always done, and I don't think that's going to change tomorrow. Gonna stay on the left. Yeah, Skip. You guys obviously scored so many runs later in games, but you know, through six, Wheeler very, very efficient. Seventh, you kind of make him work. How, you know, especially looking forward to tomorrow, can you guys make that, you know, happen sooner in a game so you guys aren't playing behind? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to score first. That'd be great. Um, we've, for whatever reason, been really good in like the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning this year. Uh, it's kind of been our our mo. Um, yeah, we'd we'd really like to score first tomorrow. We faced a really good pitcher tonight. Wheeler was on his game, um, and we just couldn't get anything going. We we had a chance, Alvarado, uh, against Alvarado when he did come out of the game and um, you know made a really good pitch to Gurriel and um, got out of a, a pretty big jam. They got an insurance run um, in the eighth inning, and uh, you know we ended up losing the game. But uh, for the most part, I thought we you know we did you know pretty pretty well. Uh, got guys in scoring position. Bell had a big game. Um, we just couldn't get that big hit. Yeah, not less about a message, but just, you know, it's, it hasn't been easy for you guys this year. You've been resilient. Just do you expect anything less that, you know, it is coming down to an elimination game? And, you know, the you know, odds have been stacked up against you all season. 
Yeah, this is, we're used to it. Um, we, I don't know how many times we've won a first game of a series, but we ended up winning a series. Uh, hopefully that's the case this time. But again, it's a really good team, playoff tested. Um, you know, the, the crowd was into it, no doubt about it. Um, and, uh, but I thought we played a, a pretty clean game overall. Um, we just, again, we just couldn't get anything going against Wheeler and, um, and he was excellent. Far left, Noah. Um, you mentioned the crowd and with the 45,000 in the, in the building. Do you think that played into the uh, Lazardo being off of his game at all tonight? No, no. I, I, this is the playoffs. Um, it's going to be loud wherever you go. And um, I just feel like uh, he didn't walk anybody. It wasn't like he was walking all kinds of guys. He got in just a deep, some deep counts. Um, and I just felt like the slider was just a little bit off, maybe gripping it, uh, ripping it maybe too hard, maybe ball out of hand sometimes. I thought Fortez actually blocked his butt off uh, um, all game long um, and kept it within striking distance. Uh, it could have been a lot more than, than three runs. Uh, he got out of some big jams and um, kept us in the game. Our bullpen kept us in the game. Uh, we were one swing away a couple times from tying it up. Um, just didn't happen. And uh, so, no, I, I think Zeus was fine, uh, maybe fired up a little bit uh, in the first inning, but really settled in after that. A good down here in the middle, in the front. Hi, Skip. Um, do you see maybe a little bit more anxiety for the players, for the Marlins players, uh, during the first training at bat? No. No, they were they're ready to go. Um, it's they were excited to be here and excited for the opportunity. Can you go back to Christina? Yeah, just uh, two things. I think a leadoff hit by Sianchi after one inning. Just any consideration, you know, considering the pitcher going against you, try to bunt him over, and then also a decision going with Okert uh, rather than let's say Anardi. Was it more so just because you guys were behind or just the... uh, bunt birdie for Fortez? No. Uh, yeah, before the double play, yeah. Yeah, no, that, I didn't consider that. Not that early in the game. Um, uh, it, Birdie's been taking some good at-bats lately, uh, so I wasn't considering doing that. Um, and then the, what was the other one, Okert? Yeah. Yeah, uh, actually, you know, Okert against uh, Harper and kind of that lane, we are trying to, if we tied it um, or within one, we would have went to Nardi, um, but felt like uh, Oki right there was a good spot for him. Um, we just couldn't get, uh, you know, Castellanos hit a double down the line and uh, end up being a triple, I guess. I don't know what they ruled it as, but um, really good swing. Wheeled Harper in. We just couldn't get the relay uh, in time. Um, and, yeah, so I, yes, we considered it if we scored another run or two. Okay. Thanks a lot, Skip. Good. Okay. Yep. Jesus Lazardo went four innings, gave up eight hits, three runs. What here Lazardo had to say after his outing? So I felt oddly calm. Uh, I felt like the game wasn't speed enough for me. Uh, just after the first two guys, it, it felt like it was almost just a normal game. No fourth inning, just four consecutive hits to begin the fourth. Where do you think, or how do you think they got to you that well in that inning? Uh, yeah, I mean, the leadoff, I think it was JT. Yes. Uh, then I got the bloop from, I jammed Castellanos. Mm -hmm. uh, just unfortunate there. Uh, and then, I mean, the I just make mistakes, get myself in bad counts. I, I think I get into a bad count to start, uh, leave a fastball over the plate, and then yeah. Pache um, kind of sing, another single up the middle. So uh, just the singles were killing me, and obviously I uh, got to get in better counts to, to eliminate that. But, um, you know, obviously tip my cap to them for the way they, they game plan. No walks, though, is that something you, you know? I mean, yeah, uh, positive no walks, but uh, I would have taken a walk rather than a run. So, um at the end of the day, um, my stuff felt great. My command was there. It was just more of 
uh, I guess, commanding the zone a little better. How confident are you, Garrett? You and him have kind of, you know, the stretch run that's been relying on with Sandy out, your stuff, just for him in this do-or-die situation now. I mean, I don't, I don't uh, have... You know, I, I think that he's uh, the right guy for the moment, and I think that he'll step up and, and uh, you know get us back on track. Um, I mean, Garrett's just a grinder, workhorse, uh, has a great head on his shoulders, so I don't think the moment's too big for him. I think, um, you know, he's the right guy for the moment for us. Thanks, Luis Arise registered a hit. Still looked a little gimpy on that ankle. Let's hear what Luis Arise had to say and see how he's feeling after game one. Physically, how are you feeling after Feel first starting? Feel good. Feel great. So we lose, but tomorrow's another day. Wheeler, just how tough is he when he's on? And just what were you trying to do against him? He just pitched really good. He got good some, and then the umpire helped him, especially the umpire called a lot of a pitch. But we just need to keep continue play, and then come back tomorrow and play the base. You guys have been in, you know, it seems like Skip said, you know, situations like this before. Also, you know month trying to make the playoffs is there any sense of extra pressure or like nah we've been here i mean we are human if we don't feel anything we're not human but uh we just we just compete there they play uh my first alba hit it hard to left field and dry out he was lucky too but he's a great pitcher uh tomorrow like i said tomorrow's another day how important is it for you guys to maybe score early or earlier in a game so it's not you know, yeah come- we try we try. We just need a. We just need a stay focused. Today was a tough day. We know here the world, but um, we just need to continue push hard and come back tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day, and then it's not how we start. It's how we finish. All right, we're right back at it tonight. It's going to be an 808 first pitch. I've got Marlins on deck at seven o'clock. Winner go home for Miami. If they win here tonight, game three is tomorrow. If they don't, their season is over. Braxton Garrett toes a rubber. He'll go opposite Aaron Nola. We hope you can join us as always on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Auto Nation.